Hello there and welcome to the Success Confidant Ladies That Sell podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The podcast is aimed towards female sales professionals, whether you're budding or blooming. Having worked in sales for 12 years, counting, I've learned a lot of survival skills in what can be a pretty cutthroat environment. We're going to be discussing everyday topics and challenges that come up and set out some strategies that you can apply to your career today. Hello and welcome to episode three. I hope you're all doing amazingly well in what has been a pretty eventful month end for me. I don't know about you, but I cannot believe we are now two thirds of the way through the quarter. I also hope you've been working to implement some of the communication tips that I shared in our last episode. Personally, I found I definitely needed a reminder on some of these, particularly around active listening. It was beneficial for me to produce, and I really hope it was for you to listen to. If you did miss this one, do take the time to check it out. Now, for today's episode, I want to focus on how important keywords can be when constructing a pitch or just by building rapport with your customer. On one hand, I am a strong believer in the phrase, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, as I think tonality and enthusiasm are incredibly important. But I also noticed through my own recognition of well-established sales professionals that there are certain words that you can choose to really improve the flow and credibility of your speech. On the reverse, certain words can trigger certain reactions and certain behaviours in people. Really, when knowing this, you want to be triggering the reaction or behaviour that you want, rather than potentially repelling your customer or leading them to question your authenticity. The irony is, you're communicating the exact same message but by implementing some subtle word switches, it really is possible for you to improve customer buy-in. And there are hundreds of these. You know, I could sit and list off all of them, but I'm just going to begin by sharing nine of the basics, which I think, if used correctly, should have an immediate effect. The first word swap I'm going to go through is cheap. Never say cheap. Seriously, you guys, it just puts people off. Often when you're pitching, you may make a comparison to a similar product on the market and say something like, our product is very much like X, Y, and Z, but with the advantage of being a lot cheaper. Swap cheap for economical or budget-friendly. A change might be, whilst our product has been likened to X, Y, and Z, due to the expansive feature set, it offers further advantage by its economical value. My second word swap is using the word prospect. Now prospect is generally a term used internally in the workplace to describe the individuals or businesses that we're targeting, for example, a prospective customer. However, in recent years, I've heard this and I've started to hear more and more this being slipped into customer conversations, which I don't really think is appropriate personally. An example might be, I was talking with another prospect earlier. If you're actually speaking to a client, they don't feel good hearing that. They feel like they're one of many. Swapping that out for, I was discussing this matter with a future client recently, makes them believe that you're working with 
a lot of other people that are very like-minded to them. My third word swap is for the word problem. Now problem is a very closed term that has quite negative associations for obvious reasons and it prompts the customer to question whether or not you're going to present them with a solution. Depending on the context, it could also cause offence if the problem you're citing is a choice the customer has made at some stage. Changing the word to challenge offers a perspective of opportunity to overcome that and the power to influence it. My fourth word swap is I think. Any sentence that starts with I think can come across a little wishy-washy, as we might say, and it might lack conviction. It also does imply what follows is opinion-based, and a lot of customers might prefer to deal with facts. Whilst it can be challenging to replace this term in every scenario, especially without running the risk of not telling the truth, of course, which we wouldn't want to do, swapping it for I am confident that instills more confidence in this to the customer as well as giving you the opportunity to follow up with and let me share some information via email to support that. My fifth word swap is going to be for the word criticism. Firstly, I can't think of an appropriate scenario where you would be offering criticism to your customer but unfortunately that doesn't mean this word isn't used far more than it ought to be. Beginning sentences like, my only criticism would be, is basically the equivalent of saying, no offence, but you know for a fact what they're going to follow up with is probably going to cause you offence. Restructuring your observation by beginning it with, my advice on where there could be an immediate performance improvement would be, is a more positive way to indicate that you've identified something that needs changing. My sixth word swap is should. Should is a perfectly fine word to use, but when saying you should have or you should have done that, it can come across quite accusational or even critical. You don't want your customer to feel as though you're being impolite. Swapping it for you could have comes across more like a suggestion or a possibility that should prompt them to consider your proposal rather than rejecting it immediately, if they have felt you've been impolite. My seventh word swap is changing I'll try to. Quite often I'll hear guys on the phone saying things like, yeah, I'll try and get you that quote over by tomorrow. Even I'll aim to is still lacking in conviction a little bit, just like I think. Whilst the last thing you want to do is make a promise you can't keep, being realistic, open and honest will help you towards building that relationship. Swap it for, I'll commit to. I'll commit to getting you that quote by 9am tomorrow and ensuring that you're choosing a timescale or task that you are confident in carrying out. Then when you do carry that out, it instills confidence. My eighth word swap is affects you and it's a phrase that's most often used when identifying a pain point for a customer in their current lifestyle or perhaps in a current solution that they're using that you're wanting to change. 
However, depending on what you're selling, it can sometimes be seen as almost inferring that they've allowed themselves to be affected by it, which is a bit personal, really. Nobody wants to be seen as affected or even weak, which could be associated with that. Swapping affects you for impact you is a stronger way to convey this message in a more factual manner. And my final word swap is a lot. Of course, we all want to save a lot. We all want to improve a lot. But the challenge with a lot is it's used very frequently in day-to-day speech. And really, how much is a lot? Is it a lot for the person selling or a lot for the person buying? Because those two things could be completely different. Swapping the phrase a lot for a substantial amount piques the interest of the customer. And it might prompt them to ask the question, well, how much would that saving be? Which is moving them closer to that buying decision. So there we have it. They're my nine word swaps for this week. Give some of these a try, guys, and see what changes you see in the flow of your conversations or potentially improving your customer buy-in rate. And remember, just because they may not buy immediately doesn't mean they aren't bought into you as an individual or a sales professional. Now, I've whizzed through these pretty quickly, but I will share a list of these word swaps on my Instagram page at successconfident. So please do hop on and keep an eye out for my future posts. As ever, I'm really keen to hear from you. So if you have used any useful word swaps in the past that you'd like to share, please do pop me a message and I'd be really keen to hear from you. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the Success Confidant Ladies That Sell podcast. If you like what you hear, please do leave me a rating and a review. Have a great day.